Cage brought to you by Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate. If you're looking to buy, if you're looking to sell, if you just want to know some information on the real estate market, give me a call at 845-430-8415. Alongside Pat James, I'm Kyle Straub. Appreciate you joining us here on the Player Profile Series here on Bosch to the Bigs. We've got just two players left, Pat. Of 27, we are down to our final two. Uh, Colby Wilkerson is the one that we will be talking about in this episode. And just before we hopped on air, we both kind of said it simultaneously. This is a player that when we see him out there, both of us just really like to see him play. Just that he, he brings this grit, this energy, and good things happen, I think, when he's out there for the Tar Heels. Yeah, a, a grinder. I mean, he really is. I mean, you know, he's the definition. I think, you know, this applies to – any player on this team as much as anybody, you know, a tough little nut, you know, in the saying of Roy Williams. I mean, he really is. I think about it all the time every time he's out there. Uh, comes to UNC last season from, you know, Kerr Vance Academy in Henderson, where he won three state championships under his dad and coach, Todd Wilkerson. I mean, so he just kind of has that sort of winning pedigree as well. And I think that's something that kind of sticks out to me about him in general is, I mean, that's just kind of the way he plays, I feel like. I mean, he knows what he needs to do. Um, played in 33 games last season with 18 starts. You know, didn't blow you away at the plate, you know, slashing 254, 324, 302, and 73 plate appearances, but definitely had some moments, you know, three multi-hit games, including a four-for-four effort in that series finale against Duke. Um, and he was super impressive defensively. I mean, that's the main thing that really kind of stood out over the course of last season, you know, making appearances at second base, third base, and shortstop. And, you know, the thing is, 250, 254 for his freshman year batting average, that's not a bad number for a true freshman considering all of the things that we know that, you know, there was no season for them the year before. You're coming in and didn't really have a ton of playing time early. So it was kind of as the season progressed, he started to see a little bit of an uptick. And I think 260 or around there for a batting average as a freshman, that's pretty darn good, especially when you throw in – the other things that he brings to the team, the intangibles, that that toughness, uh, the defense that we saw from him as well. Um, it has probably been a very fun battle for the coaches to see him and Patrick Alvarez at second base. I'm sure they're pushing each other every single day. And it's nice to know that if Alvarez, like we expect, gets to start at second on opening day and he hits a slump or something just doesn't go right, You've got somebody in Colby Wilkerson who can slide in there and you don't feel like you really miss anything. And I think the other spot to really look at him at is that shortstop position. I mean, because, you know, hopefully nothing happens to Danny or anything like that. Or if, you know, maybe you just need to give him a rest. Mm-hmm. I think this coaching staff has a ton of confidence in Colby to be able to handle that position. And I think, you know, that's something that's going to be especially interesting to watch, you know, when we get to this time next year, because, you know, he's going to have spent two years playing behind Danny, learning the position. And I think, I mean, he's just going to be such a plus defender there. I think that's something that even, you know, you'll see a carryover effect even this season as well. Yeah, I think that's a great point because of his 18 starts last year, one of them actually came at short when Serretti wasn't able to go. So that's really a good point and a spot to keep an eye on because we're also talking about a year where we're back to normal scheduling. And those two midweek games where you only have a Monday and Thursday before your weekend series, guys need some regular rest. And you may see it in a midweek where, hey, especially if things are going well, go ahead and take the day off, Danny. Let's get Colby some at-bats and like you said, the trust is there from the coaching staff. So you really don't feel like it's something where they're going to say, mm, I don't know if we want to go ahead and make that change. It's not really going to hurt your team. I do think maybe a little bit with Soretti being out of the lineup, but that's just the maturity 
and the the growth of Danny that you're not going to have quite yet with a young player in Colby. But all the intangibles are there, though. Yeah, and I think also, you know, we've said with I don't know how many of these guys on these preview shows, you know, could be a pinch hitter. You know, Colby absolutely could also fit in that role. But at the same time, because he gives you so much versatility defensively, if you have to use a pinch hitter in some situation, I mean, there's your defensive substitution who could go in right mm-hmm. away as well. So I think that's just another extremely important role that he has. You know, and also, you know, he has some speed, you know, solid average runner. Um, I think he can give you a little bit of a bonus there as well. Yeah, we talk a lot about the versatility of this team defensively, but I also think having that versatility offensively to not just go to the bench and pick out a big bopper like a Clem or a Hunter Stokely, who we talked about this week, but to be able to bring up a guy who you know is going to go up there, battle, lay down a bunt if you need him to, or go up there and run the hit and run because he's got a little bit of speed. He can handle the, the stick. It's just nice that this team has that versatility both offensively and defensively, and he fits into both of those roles. So it will be interesting to see how much playing time he's able to carve out, how how and where the coaches get kind of inventive and find ways to get him in the lineup because he's clearly a guy that they like and want out there on a, if not everyday basis, a semi-regular basis, though. All right, Pat, what is the number to know for Colby Wilkerson? Yeah, the number known for Colby Wilkerson is three, which is the total number of sacrifices that he had in 73 plate appearances last season. That included a sacrifice fly and two sacrifice bunch, which is the second most among returning players. You know, although we mentioned, you know, his big performance against Duke, you know, the game that really sticks out to me the most when thinking about on Colby's season is the series opener at Florida State, where he earns the start. You know, he comes in, was hit by a pitch in his first plate appearance perfectly executed a safety squeeze to score a run in his second plate appearance. And in his third plate appearance, he puts down a sacrifice bunt that ultimately leads to Angel Zarate driving in two runs to put UNC ahead three to nothing. And obviously UNC goes on to win that game. So, I mean, you know, doesn't get a hit the entire game, but was just extremely productive, made the most of his at-bats. You know, and as we talked about here at the top, um, just a winning player. And, you know, the guys, and you see the coaching staff really trust him. You've seen that even in this offseason where I don't think there's a player on this team that the coaching staff gives the green light to more in terms of like, hey, if you want to put a bunt down here and you see it, go ahead. Um, and I think he has a really good eye for that. And I think that, you know, just that amount of trust and his ability to do these little things that help you win a ball game uh, is just so invaluable. Two points before we get off of this episode here. One, uh, you talk about finding other ways to help the team. It's one of the things I love most about baseball. If you're a table setter, you don't necessarily have to get a hit. You just have to move a guy over, find a way to get yourself on base, hit by pitch, error, walk, whatever it may be. And then the other one that you had said is that he's a winning player. He won three state championships in high school. Three. He absolutely knows what it takes to get it done. And if you get him in those pressure situations, obviously college is a different level than high school, but it doesn't matter. Championship is championship. He's been there. He's done that. So something else that he can bring to this team. That is it for our player profile series on Colby Wilkerson for Pat James. I'm Kyle Stroud. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll catch you next time. Just one more player profile left. And then it is ready for the 2022 season. Thanks for tuning in, y'all.